Well, guys, we're back. I'm John Hughes. And I'm Kenya Hughes. And together, we, we are, are the Hughes. On our show, we talk about love, marriage, and just life. Life in general. In general, I see. In general, because there are so many things that happen in life, and you can't narrow it down to just one thing, because there's different things that happen in life. For we like to bring, you know, I like to say we like to bring the serious part of life. We like to talk about the funny part of life. We like to talk about the hard part of life. There's a lot of different aspects of life. I would like to talk about how much being married costs me money. Huh? (laughs) How it costs you money. Girl, you expensive. Honey, I'm not expensive. You think I'm expensive? You is expensive. I don't think so. So, John, give me an example of how I'm expensive. You just cost money. You'll come home and walk in the house. I, uh, you, you, you'll say, hey, hon, how you doing? I say, hey, hon, how you doing? What's for dinner? Well, I don't know yet, but I'll figure it out. I heard something funny in my car today. And then I got to go figure out what it is in the car. And then once I find out what it is in the car, it's going to cost me $300. That's not expensive, though. $300? But you seem to always find something. But listen. And the brakes. I always got to do the brakes all the time. Y'all, I think you follow people too close. Y'all, let's talk about this. First of all, my car is a 2008. It is 11 years old. It has almost 200,000 miles on it. We haven't had a car payment in... What did I say? 2008 to 11 years old. So we haven't had a car payment on that car in like six years. And we're going to ride it till the, bro- the wheels fall off. Right, because that's how we roll, John and I. So I'm not expensive. So if I tell you that my brakes or something aren't working, it's still cheaper than taking it to the dealership. You spend money on other stuff, trust me. But I think that as a woman, I don't get my nails done. I don't get my eyebrows done. Although I need to, but I'm trying to let them grow out. I need a hair implant on my eyebrow. You need a hair implant on your eyebrow. Yeah, so my left eyebrow is not growing in like it should. You see what I'm talking about? Well, we gonna pray for the eyebrow because we ain't doing no implants. On my eyebrow. Oh, okay. A hair transplant. No, we ain't doing nothing. We ain't transplanting, we ain't planting, we ain't moving, we ain't shifting, nothing. But I think it'll work. I think I accept the way you are right now. Um, But anyway, so I don't get my hair done. Let me tell you, I'm speaking of hair. I'm so proud of myself. Oh, Lord. So, this is funny. The other night, my girlfriend, Sheila and Nita, last week they convinced me that I could blow my own hair out because I don't have that much hair. My hair is shaved on the sides, but it's long on the top. And I said I needed to get my hair blown out. They were like, Can you can blow that out yourself. I was like, I cannot blow out my natural hair. Like, that is just not going to work. I'm sorry. So like, Kenya, I'm telling you, you can do it. So I left it curly in its natural state. And I went to Chicago. And by Sunday, I looked crazy as all get out. I mean, like crazy. So I had this dinner tonight for my job. It's like this special top 50 salesperson dinner. And my hair looked crazy. So I was like, I'm going to flat iron my hair. So John comes in the bathroom on Sunday night. And I was like, I don't feel like washing my hair. So I flat ironed my hair dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I said, champ, you might want to wash your hair first. 
I don't feel like it. John was like, you really can't flat iron dirty hair. I was like, yes, I can. So I flat ironed it, right? And my mom was here. She's like my hype woman. She's like, oh, your hair looks so pretty. Because she loves straight hair, right? She's old school, like straight hair, flowing, the natural hair. She's just not with it. So anyways, so I flat iron it. I get up. I'm thinking I'm doing something right. I get up yesterday morning. I can't believe I went to work like this. I went to work. By the time I get home, I look like a freaking chia pet. Like, my hair was big. It was just horrible. Chia-chia-chia. That's what I look like. So, last night, I washed my hair at 11 o'clock at night, deep conditioned it, and then I blow-dried blow, blow blow dried. Blow dried it out. She might be thinking about this because, you know, we got it. We finally got a real microphone, a blue Yeti. I, I blow dried my hair out and then I trimmed it. Honey, you don't have to bend into the microphone. It can hear you. Oh, you don't? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I, and I trimmed my own ends. And then today, let me tell y'all, y'all can't tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. This is the crazy thing about it. She tell was... me nothing. Oh, okay. See, the crazy thing about so it... So my hair, if, let me tell you, eventually we're going to do these podcasts and we're going to be recording live when we do them. And you'll be able to see my hair. And at this point, I would like turn to the camera and be like, hey, y'all. But I'm not because we're not recording live yet. So I'm in the bathroom. I just took my shower. I'm coming out of the shower. My wife was all in my face. Look, 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 look. I did my hair myself. It looked good. Mm-hmm. It's like I went to the... Mm-hmm. I, it's like I went to the Dominicans. I yes, said... Yes, honey. I said, uh, no. You don't think it looks good? It looks good, but you, it's not Dominicans good. Them Dominicans ain't no joke. You're a hater. Well, my, it burned like I burned my scalp like the Dominicans do with all that heat. So I kind of did go to the Dominicans. Them people are good. They are good. Anyways, um, so my hair is done and I feel really good about myself. So I probably, I do need a color because my roots are bad. But I'm probably not going to be going back to the Dominicans for a while to get my hair done. Because I think I did pretty darn good myself. I'll pay you. You need to go back to the professionals. Them ladies is no joke. But my hair looks bad. It looks good. I went to a dinner tonight and everybody said I look good. You look fabulous. But mm-hmm. I just know you. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna create no career behind that. I'm not trying to create a career. I just want you to know. Hating. Hating. Straight hating. So John, how how was your week? What what happened? Your week from Tuesday. Well, first of all, Monday to last week. Somebody left me for an oh, entire week. It's such an exaggeration. It was and, not an entire week. And I think it's very disrespectful that you would leave your husband. But to, I didn't leave for an entire to, week. To fend for himself. I was gone Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. And I was back on Sunday. So I was gone for five nights. I went to celebrate my niece's birthday. And let me tell you all that's ridiculous. My niece is three, and it was the longest three-year-old birthday celebration that I have ever, I mean, ever experienced. (laughs) Tuesday night I got there, and I knew that I was going to need a mental, and when I tell you that when the Lord tells you to do something, and your spirit tells you to do something, do it. 
So on Tuesday night, I went and stayed at my niece's mom's house. And I just told her, I was like, listen, I just need to chill out. I need to eat. I need to drink a glass of wine. Like, that's what I need to do. She was like, okay, cool. So I get there, I chill out. So my family thought that I was going to be there on Wednesday at like 2.30, 3 o'clock. I show up at 9.30 on Tuesday morning and my parents are there. My brother has flown to Houston for a meeting. So my 70-year-old parents are there with my three-year-old niece. My niece is off the chain. I get in the house. I've never seen my parents so excited to see me in all of their life. My dad was like, ooh, boo, ooh, girl, I'm glad to see you. Girl, you gave me a break. They were trying to do a handoff. Let me tell you, if I had not taken that mental on Tuesday night, I would have gone crazy. No, well, no, you wouldn't have gone crazy. What would have happened is that that little three-year-old would have at some point gotten her little behind warmed up. No, these are the new generation. Because these new generation parents don't believe in they spanking. They don't do. They're new generation and they're older parents and they still don't believe in spanking. So anyway, so Wednesday, we went to, we just kind of hung around the house because it was raining. We were in Chicago. And we went to Target. We did a few things. I had Aaron pick out her birthday gift because I wasn't traveling with them. Thursday, we got up. Aaron had swim practice. Let me tell you that I salute all the dads. I salute moms too. But the dads that were swimming lessons with these little kids and were actually in the pool with the kids, I was impressed. We did swimming. We went to Giordano's Pizza. Did you get in the pool? No, her dad. I said I applaud the dads. Why you ain't swim? You the auntie. I didn't have a swimming suit, but I would have got in there. That's not true. The real reason why she didn't get in the swimming pool because she can't swim. The pool is like only like four feet deep. They didn't have a kitty section. You scared of full foot no. of water. So anyway, so we go to Giordano's. We have lunch. I tell the people it's Aaron's birthday. They bring out tiramisu with a candle for a three-year-old. The girl kills the tiramisu. I'm like, Aaron, can I have some? No, auntie. Can she actually say that? Does she know how to say that? No, but she knows that it's good. She told me, no, I couldn't have any. So she eats that. Then Thursday night, they rented out this private room in a restaurant. Well, I'm trying to figure out because, you know, I, I would have been shocked if she could say that because I can't say it. Tear me, me too? <laughs> Not tear me too. Tierra misu. Tierra susu? You're being funny now. What is it? Tier. Tier. Misu. Misu. Tier misu. Tier misu. Sounds like soup. Yeah, Tier misu. Let me tell you about this private party. A private party for a three-year-old. In the Sophie Hotel in Hyde Park in the Merle Restaurant. We walk in and this lady at the bar. In Chi-Town. Singing happy birthday to Aaron. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Aaron is looking like, what in the world is going on? We go to the back. Aaron has a slideshow for a three-year-old. She has so many memories in her three-year life. We have... <laughs> it's crazy. Um, she got a scooter. She scooted through the private dining area in her private room. The best part was, well, not there's a lot of highs, but the best part was there was a lady sitting out in the restaurant when they opened the door, and she had a birthday girl sash on. 
So I said, Aaron, I think that that is this, I think it's this lady's birthday. She goes, where? I said, right there. So the lady just happened to look up. I asked her, was it her birthday? She said, yes. I said, Aaron, it is her birthday. Aaron runs over to the lady, hugs the lady. They have this conversation. They're taking pictures. The lady brings Aaron $20 back. The girl is three, $20. My mom was like, she's just a little Kenya. You got that right. I told you that's a manifestation of yourself. I was speechless. When I tell you speechless, I was speechless. She got so many gifts. Then we, oh, her, was, her other thing was all week, the party continues. You taught her to say that. I said, Aaron, but the party is over. No, the party continues, Auntie. Saturday, we went to, where do we go Saturdays? Soccer practice. I wasn't there. Let me tell you all. I know that some of you all have kids and we are the Hughes land. But when you don't have kids and you experience things like this, it can be really good or it can be really traumatizing. Which one was it? Soccer practice, it was in between. One little boy was like, Daddy, I gotta go pee. The dad said, well, I don't know what to tell you. Go pee on the tree. Wow. He had the boy pee on the tree in the park. Wow. One little boy kicked over all the cones. Another one had a meltdown. It was just too much. I couldn't take it. I really couldn't take it. Then, Saturday afternoon, we went to a festival for Aaron's birthday. A kid's festival with all these kids, with 50, 11 kids. Wow. What happened to just the one day with a birthday and people come over, adults? And you got and some hot do- dogs and some cake and, and ice cream. And that was it. And that was the best. They don't do that now. If you're lucky, somebody, somebody parent would buy a, would rent a pony. But that was it. They don't do that no more. A three-day event, a party for the adults on one day, then a party for the baby on the next day. And then the third day was what? The, no, not the third day. So we had Thursday. We had, what, Friday we did. So I don't remember what we did Friday. And we had Saturday. And then Saturday night, the neighbors came over and they brought cake. And they and the little boy across the street brought Aaron flowers. And then we sang happy birthday. And the churn trying to grow up too fast. Right. If the little man brought my daughter some flowers, we would have had a problem. Wow, it was so cute. Yeah. I wish I could show you all the pictures. When I tell you that it was so, so cute. It was so cute. It's it's definitely definitely a problem. Why is it a problem? It it is a problem because I don't understand how you can sit there and believe that it's okay for a young man to bring your daughter a, a bouquet of flowers and he's just three. He's two, actually. No. You didn't think it was. I thought it was. I'd say, young man, go home. No, you wouldn't. It was really, really, really sweet. So that was my birthday weekend with my niece Erin. If you all follow us on social media, you can see her video on our We Are the Hughes Facebook page. Oh, now you're promoting a three-year-old. Yeah, she says, "Happy birthday to me." Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear Aaron. Happy birthday to me. What well, what's up? She's blowing out the candles. The child actually did that with no you, candles. You see the video? Yeah, I, I, 
I it was funny. I chose not to. It was funny. So what happened with your week? Well, most of the time with me trying to figure out how I'm not going to starve to death and going home and being lonely, every night I went to bed by myself. You know, when you're married, you've been married as long as I am, you're not young anymore and you don't have no options. So you just got to wait for your queen. You don't have... You don't have any options. Don't have no options because you're married. You when you're single, you had some options. Oh, you don't have anybody to call to like cook. Yeah, you ain't call nobody. All these friends we got, nobody was gonna feed you. They got their own situations. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, I'm just saying. So, um, so what? I know I talked a lot about my niece's birthday, but what was so cool about this week was spending time with my parents. Family. Family. We really take family for granted. How, how important is family? It's very important. Mm. And sometimes we get so focused on life and things and other people that we forget how important family is. And on my trip, on the plane ride to Chicago, um, this man was sitting beside me and he asked me what I was going to Chicago for. And I told him I was going for my three-year-old niece's birthday. And he looked at me crazy like most people do when you say you're going to out of town for a three-year-old's birthday. But um, I told him why I was going, that it was important. And he said that he was leaving D.C. because his son was in doing a fundraiser for um, a bicycle, a bicycle ride fundraiser. He lived in D.C. He had trained for a year and he was supposed to be riding from San Francisco to LA, 545 miles. And I can't remember what organization he was raising money for, but the organization he was raising money for, this is what they did. Well, the son got in an accident on the first day of the ride and got hit by a car. And this man told me, he said, first of all, that's the worst call that you ever want to receive, that your child's been hit by a car. Absolutely. But he had to fly out to California to take care of his son. His son was in the hospital for a week. And then he got out for a week and he stayed with the man, had a sister, luckily, that lived in San Francisco and he stayed with his sister. And then he flew with his son back to D.C. so his son could get settled. But what he told me, he was like, you're very blessed and you're very fortunate to have the family that you have and you all support each other. He said, all I have is my son, my wife, and my sister. Both of my parents have passed on and my son doesn't have any grandchildren. And I was like, you know what? I'm very blessed and I have to remember that every day that we cannot take our family for granted. Whether that be close family or extended family, it's important to cherish the people that we are with. I think it's so true. I think family is paramount. You know, um, for me, growing up, you know, we had a we have a relationship with our dad, and um, but it, it it was strained. Um, my mom and my dad's relationship was very tumultuous, even though they showed love for each other. Um, a great portion of our life, it was just me, my mom, and my brother, Jonathan, my twin brother. Uh, may he rest in, in God's glory f- forever. Um, we were extremely close. And as, as we became older, we reconnected with my dad and, and created a relationship with him. 
Um, I think relationships are very important. I think um, the structuring of a family is very important. And I think also the being good stewardship, stewards towards our family is paramount because at the end of the day, when you're born, you're born into the arms of someone that loves you. And when you die, you shall leave those arms of the person that loves you. So what you do in between that process of being received and being let go is what's called family. And I think it's very important that you protect that union, that growth, that place, so that your matriculation through life and your exit from life is beautiful and is, is surrounded by family. So I think um, that's very important. And I'm glad you had that trip so that you can reconnect and reconstitute what family means to you. Absolutely. Abs- it was it was just one. I'm my dad, so I'm 44. Don't tell your age, girl. But I look good. You sure do. I look good for 44. So my dad is I'm 44. I tell y'all I've never gone shopping with my dad. Mm. My dad went shopping. Oh my god. I know he didn't like that. Why are we going in another store? Why they ain't got nowhere to sit down? <laughs> How long y'all gonna be? Don't this store have the same stuff the other store had? Why we got to go in here? Who got Aaron? I'm just going to sit down. Dad, can you hold these bags? Nah, I don't want the bags. Nah, I don't want the bags. So needless to say, your daddy is not a shopper. No. We were in Nordstrom Rack, and um, he was trying on some shoes. I said, oh, you're having a good time? Nah, I'm just doing this because I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> That's funny. Let me tell y'all, if y'all need a deal right now, go to Nordstrom's. I got a pair of shoes from Nordstrom's for $5 and one for $7. Wow. They're having, and then I saw my thrifting group. That's that, b- them bags you try to sneak in their house. I didn't try and sneak them in the house. Mm. I brought them in the house. Oh, you gangster now. I'm not gangster. I use my birthday. Day money. Mm. Do you see no any debits thing. from Nordstrom? Hi, birthday money. What's yours is mine, and mine is so yours. Is my birthday money. What birthday money? Whatever. So, anyways, so that so family, you guys. So I spent, did that with my dad. That was great memory. And then on the way home, so I flew up to Chicago, but we I drove back with my parents and my dad. Well, I didn't drive. My dad drove, so I rode back with my parents. Let me tell you, you your slept. parents are always evolving and changing. Do you know that we listen to gospel music for 10 hours? When I tell y'all that life is changing, life is changing. Gospel music. And there was a couple songs that came on that my dad was like, Ken, you know this song? This is a good song. You need to listen to this song. I was like, oh, you be listening to gospel music on a regular. Well, you know, you raise a whole lot of hell when you're young. But then as you get older, Lord, you be part, trying that part, that part. You be trying to get to get to Jesus. You're right. You are so right. You, you gotta start working on your exit strategy. You are so <laughs> so so right. But it was a good time and I'm thankful that I had it. Um, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Our next adventure um, will hopefully be with um, John's family. Mm. That will yeah. be very interesting. Uh, you, you may or may not know, and we are the Hughes land. My wife has the perfect family, and I, John Hughes, have this dysfunctional family. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. Oh, 
Well. Don't say that, John. I digress. We all have challenges in life and we all have challenges in our family. It's how we respond to those challenges that makes us who we are. And that's what makes a difference in our family. But don't say that your family is dysfunctional. And oh, there is no perfect family. Oh, okay, I, I completely agree with you. But you still can't remove the the picture of my family in, the, in Webster's Dictionary for dysfunctional. And we shall talk about that again in We Are the Hughes Land. No, I'm not going to let you do that. <laughs> I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you do that. That's going to be a great episode. No, because we ain't talking about it. Okay. We're not. How about just some 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 well-placed scenarios? We ain't talking about scenarios. You're not, you can put our business out, right? Because we talk about it, but it's not ever fair to put out somebody else's business. Right? Okay, so can I tell one story? Can I tell one story that was funny? Go ahead, bro. Okay, my dad has is him and two of his brothers. They were in New York. And they were at a party in New York. Name shall remain nameless. And I'll never forget the time when my dad told me this story. And he was talking to his two brothers. I got two I got my uncle, my uncles, my two uncles. One was already living in New York and my dad was mm-hmm. up there visiting. So he my dad, I guess, got into an argument with some guy in front of a bodega. And the guy slapped my dad. So my dad ran from the bodega back to his brothers to go get a gun. So supposedly he was able to convince his two brothers to give him the gun. He got all the way back to the bodega, lifted up the gun, pointed it at the man, and the gun, once once my dad pulled the trigger, didn't fire, but actually dismantled in front of the man. Oh, Lord. That's dysfunction. So that's 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 basically how I view family. It's a <laughs> it's a loaded gun. When oh fired, when fired really? upon, it falls apart. Really? Hey guys, I'm John Hughes. You are so bad, and I'm Kenya Hughes. And we are the Hughes. Keep it together. We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Have a great night. Peace. Whenever you're listening to this. Bye. I tell you, I gotta go lay down.